This is your good friend Arnold here at Arnie's gym, where I like to I like to run on the treadmill. I like to lift weights and do other kind of. You should too, and you could get in the good shape like me with big giant biceps. All you have to do is get in the gym and start just like me. Call Arnold's gym at one eight hundred. Welcome to Wagarable. I am your host, Dave. And I'm Adam. Let's just go right into pissing contest. Alright boys, it's time to unzip the pants and show who the real man is. With a good old fashioned pissing contest. Alright. Alright, so this is going to be a section where we take two similar yet contrasting uh, topics and smash them together until only one of them is standing. We're going to have, I mean, ever since E3, uh, Nintendo's been pretty much the only thing anyone's been talking about. Uh, so I guess our first episode is going to be pretty Nintendo-centric. We'll go with the original Metroid series against the first Me uh, Metal Gear game. I yeah, mean, yeah, we can definitely do that. They're pretty similar uh, in, in style. I mean, they're both kind of... Well, I mean, Metroid is more of a 2D platformer shooter, and... Metal Gear Solid was a, like, R2D isometric shooter. But, I mean, they were both ridiculously annoying. I remember sitting down with both of these games and swearing until I turned off the television. Hell, I still do it now. Yep, definitely. Although, uh, one thing, well, <laughs> spoiler alert for anyone who's not played Metroid. If we need a spoiler alert for games that are 20 years old... <laughs> it's fun this way. Um, how many is Metal Gear Solid up to right now? Metal Gear Solid is at... They just finished their fourth one, but there was also, like, spin-offs for the PSP, and there was one for the Game Boy Color, and, um, technically there were two different versions of the first Metal Gear game, and there was two different versions of, uh, the second Metal Gear game. It's hard to keep track with that series. It's like trying to keep track of Call of Duty. I think they've got four technical games, by the look of it, and then it's, uh, Solid Peace Walker, Solid Portable Ops, Solid yeah. Rising... And I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. We have Metal Gear Solid 3, and then Portable Ops, and then Peace Walker, and then Metal Gear, and then Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, and then Metal Gear Solid, and then Metal Gear Solid 2, and then Metal Gear Solid Rising, and then Metal Gear Solid 4. That's the chronological order of the games. So 3 came before 1? Yeah. 3 was a prequel. 3 came before Metal Gear. 3 was actually the story of Big Boss, the bad guy from the first Metal Gear game. Although, I guess... Well, Metroid clearly wins in this category, with 11 games spanned uh, since 1986. And only, I think... Well, and no. they go in fucking order. <laughs> Metroid, Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Prime, Metroid Zero Mission, Metroid Prime 2, Metroid... Metroid, 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 Metroid. How many Met Metroids can we get in this conversation? Metroid Prime Pinball. And, I mean, I'll definitely give it Metroid a plus one, as they had uh, a female as the, the main character, rather than a slimy-looking guy with a mullet. This is true. And with a character named Naked Snake, realistically, if you had no idea what the game was about, you wouldn't be playing that game. Nobody wants to see his Naked Snake. That's very, very true. Especially in a game where you sneak around and jump up behind people. That just seems like a terrible plan. Um, ah, this confused me. I was reading the 1986 original release of Metroid, and it said, after defeating the, the Mother Brain, Samus is ambushed by space pirates, and I went, wait, so in the original game, after I killed the, the last boss, what the... That was in Zero Mission, I think it yeah, was? Yeah, that's the 2004 remake. They just, like, kind of jammed it all together in, in one little post. But yeah, I mean, even the Metroid games have been pretty ridiculous. Like, look at Metroid Other M, 
that's a stupid name to start with. And they decided to give the Metroid series to Team Ninja, who make the most ridiculous games I think I've ever played. Those are the guys responsible for fucking titties in a pool. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Ah, yes. Which will have to come up in a future episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll take, like... Uh, I don't know what we could compare Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball to Mario Party, maybe. But... I'm reading a, a line here. It says, telepathically ordering clone... Zebian? Fucking no. <laughs> I don't know. But what I'm I read was ordering the clone lesbian life forms. Wow, the best type of life forms, cloned and, lesbians. And I'm going, hmm, other M. <laughs> lesbians, this is, this is different. <laughs> I may have to play that game now. And apparently, she needed to return to re retrieve something irreplaceable. Her apparently, is my helmet. Your helmet? It says Adam's helmet. Huh, well that's... I didn't fucking, know you were in Metroid. Fucking better bring back my helmet, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck did she steal your helmet? Uh, I don't what, were know. you out drinking with her and you, you, she took you home or something? You were on your bike and then you left your helmet there and she just never bothered to bring it back? Yeah, what a bitch. But the original Pre Metal Gear Solid was 1987? According to this, yeah, Metal Oh yeah, that makes sense. It was Metal from the original Gear, mess. 1987. On, well, on the platforms that it's currently on is PS2. MSX2, uh, PC... And uh, NES Virtual Console, and and the phone. So I guess um, we'd have to give uh, the fact that it's on cell phone release is kind of neat. Might have to give it a little bit of point there. No, no, Nintendo would never really let their first-party games go anywhere but on a Nintendo console. Yeah, the only things Metroid has been on is NES, Game Boy, Super NES, Game Boy Advance, GameCube, DS, and the Wii. Not the only things. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're keeping it in the family, right? Uh, <laughs> so, officially, uh, Metroid is inbred, then. That explains Other M. <laughs> ah, it could explain Other M. It would also explain, you know, why Mario games are getting progressively worse. Uh, like, what the fuck was with Mario Sunshine? <laughs> that game was terrible. And I don't know why so many people praise Super Mario 64. That game was terrible. Sure, it did add, like, from a gaming standpoint, it added a lot to uh, the culture. It definitely added the 3D to the 3D gaming. Uh, they, they developed the, the camera systems that were used for ages, and, well, like, the graphics were amazing for its time. But the game still, it, it doesn't really stand up. The controls were absolutely atrocious for it. I fumbled around with that game for so long. It was just, and it was such a departure from the rest of the Mario games. It didn't make any sense. Man, I gotta take a point away from, I don't know if I want to take a point away from uh, Metal Gear here, or give it a point, because it had such great English localizations, <laughs> such as Contact Missing Our Grey Fox, uh, The Truck Have Started to Move, and I Feel Asleep. Yeah, the English version, I mean, a, a point to Metal Gear Solid, um... The English version wasn't done by uh, the creator of the Metal Gear games. Uh, rather, the English version of Metal Gear 1 uh, wasn't done by the creator. He had nothing to do with it, and he actually says that it's an okay game, but it doesn't live up to the, the MSX release. The NES version of Metal Gear didn't even have the Metal Gear in it. Awesome. <laughs> they deemed it too difficult for a North American audience, so they took it out. Rather than fighting the Metal Gear at the end of the game, the, the creature that's on the box... <laughs> They decided to have you just walk out of the building. You were on a time limit, so it made it a little bit more difficult. But yeah, all you did was walk. I also have to give it a point. It was on the Commodore 64, so yeah. 
fuck you, Metroid. But then again, the Metroid, ha I don't know if I want to give a point to Metal Gear for this, or give a point to, or take away a point from, from Metroid, but Metal Gear really tried to stay, I guess, as realistic as you can be on the NES, so they didn't try to do anything particularly ridiculous. Sure, it had a giant robot in it, but giant robots are a little bit easier to, to relate with than a chick in a robot suit who curls up into a ball. I've never quite understood how she does that. Yeah, but you can go down so many ridiculously bad paths. Oh, that. she can go down my ridiculously bad path. <laughs> Have you seen that bitch at the end of Metal Gear? Or Metal Gear, yeah, at the end of Metal Gear 1 where she fights the guy from Punch-Out? That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be a good game. I'd play that game. That's kind of a nice little segue for the next point I wanted to touch on. <laughs> Samus has appeared in Super Mario RPG, Tetris, yep. Tetris DS, Galactic Pinball, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dreamland 3, and WarioWare. I mean, she's been, and, uh, fucking the Super Smash Brothers. But then again, Snake also made his way into Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. So, and I mean, that was really fun to fight the two of them against each other, because they both have the projectile weapons. Although, Snake kind of controlled really awkwardly, especially when you accidentally made him crouch and crawl. Served absolutely no purpose other than being a throwback to, like, Snake from the, the newer games. The fact that he could crawl. But the second you got crawling, Mario just comes up and, like, teabags you and kicks you off the stage. It was kind of ridiculous. The story for Metroid was a lot easier to follow than the story for Metal Gear. Especially Metal Gear Solid 2. You played Metal Gear Solid 2, I take it. Yeah. Do you understand what the fuck happened at the end of that game? I'm still trying to figure that out. Not a bit. Metal Gear Solid 2 came out in 2001. I think I've beaten it, like, 12 times. And I don't understand if... They actually crashed into New York, or if it was all a simulation, or how the hell Raiden was managing to take down, like, 14 Metal Gears at the same time, or if there was actually superpowers in the game, because, like, that vamp character um, got shot in the face a whole bunch, and Fortune was able to dodge bullets, but then they showed that Fortune was just wearing, like, a beeper that she didn't know she was wearing, that... Uh, repelled bullets, which I thought was an accident, absolutely ridiculous plot point. How do you not know you're wearing a device like that? What the fuck did she think it was, her cell phone? How do you get such a cool beeper that it deflects bullets? <laughs> that not make any fucking sense. And then they're on top of a building fighting with swords and fucking, what was his name, Solidus Snake or something like that. He was Dr. Octopus, and then, like, Santa Claus flew by in the background, and I uppercutted him into a pit, and I had to fight Reptile. Uh, still trying to figure out what was going on at the end of that game. Doesn't make any sense. Did you know that Mother Brain was the supervillain for the Captain and the Game Master TV show? Yeah, did you see her character design in that? She looked like a transvestite. <laughs> she had, like, she kind of looked like a cow, but, like, stretched bubblegum. But it doesn't make any sense. But then again, Captain N took everything that was good about Nintendo and then raped it in the ass and then waited for the glob of shit-filled semen to fall out, and that's what they put on television. I need to download this. Captain N? Yeah. You need a lobotomy. <laughs> Captain N was a- That would give me my lobotomy, I believe, sir. Yeah, did you see what they did to Mega Man? Apparently, in the United States on Netflix, they had it available for instant streaming. 
so I took the opportunity to check it out. The rest of the series is like the first four episodes I watched, which is called Kevin in Videoland, Mr. and Mrs. Mother Brain, Video Olympics, and Mega Trouble for Megaland. Then I don't think I'll continue on. Yeah. Mega Man was this mega prick who just mega stood there and mega said mega everything after every mega word. For some reason, they couldn't even get his color palette right. He was fucking green. Which Mega Man game was he green? Even in the bad box art for the first Mega Man game, he was blue. Yep. His name is the Blue Bomber, for God's sakes. How do you screw that up? Although he did have a blue helmet, a blue mask, blue gloves, and I guess blue underwear. It was kind of turquoisey. It was more green than it was blue. If you look yeah. up... I'm looking but, at a picture right now. The entire the suit itself is, is a, a very ugly green. Oh, and there was this talking character named Game Boy, and oh my god. Oh, no. I, Fuck that. I just wanted to strangle myself. It had a character, it had Kid Icarus, who ended every sentence with Icus, your Heinekus. Oh, yeah. He can suck us, my dickicus. Fuck us, fuck that guyicus. I, I, I don't know if I would have went with this for Metroid's description. Metroid combines the platforming of Super Mario Brothers and the exploration aspect of Legend of Zelda with a decidedly darker atmosphere. Well, I mean, it was the closest thing you really had to compare it to at the time. I would have honestly said the gameplay was more akin to Castlevania mixed with Zelda. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, if you look at the, the two series as a whole anyway, um, when Symphony of the Night came out, it was pretty much Metroid with another skin. You had the same style maps, you had the same style uh, uh, item collection. Uh, the save points were even the fucking same. It was just a tiny little room where you walked into a like a closet and the game saved, and there was some spinny magical fucking voodoo that went on on the screen. And so, if we had to give a win to Metal Gear, the original 1987, versus Metroid, the original 1986, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with probably Metroid because there were tits in it. Sure, they were pixelated tits, but there were tits in it. And well, I'm gonna go with with Metroid as the winner here as well. Um, kind of related to, I guess, the reason why why you say it's the winner. Because it was the first kind of game that you played back then where the ending was, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, it, it totally M. Night Shyamalan does before M. Night Shyamalan was doing movies. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's where he got the idea. <laughs> he played Metroid and went, what a twist! And decided to write The Sixth Sense. Now I'll do everything with a twist. Alright, so our first victor is going to be uh, Metroid with Samus. Uh, what we'll do is we should start recording all the victors, have like kind of like a bracket. And, and see overall, over time, which one's going to be the best. Yeah, that's something we could definitely do. Yeah. That was Pissing Contest. It's time to sit back, relax, dim the lights, type in a word on your computer, and see what dirty, nasty, naughty things pop up on your screen. With a random word Google porn search. Oh, random word for Google porn. And I will give you a random word in just a second. Do we want a noun, adjective, verb, uh, transitive, intransitive, adverb, and interjection, or promotion? Let's go Motion. with noun first. Nouns are usually the easiest to work with. We'll All go right. with the easy round. Complexity. Do you want very common, common, average, somewhat uncommon, uncommon, very uncommon, or what the fuck? Let's go with somewhat uncommon. All right. We'll keep it simple. Hydrometer. Hydrometer. I honestly don't. I think we might have our first. How are we going to find porn with hydrometer? That's that's a fit. That's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just found the fish. 
That's a guy changing his engine? That's an old lady. I hope she's not in porn. Oh, I would not like to see her, Ginger Bush. Some creepy lesbian looking bitch. Some guy with a hand. That guy is in, like, almost a full biohazard suit. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Ah, uh, there's a triangle. Triangles are pornographic, right? I well, have reached the end at page 37. I do not have a do you like to see more images. That is pretty close. I think it's the closest we're gonna get. Um, it's a tiny little graphic. It's, uh, a chick's cleavage. Yeah, I don't see your image, but I've got one that's kind of funnier. I got one that's two tennis balls that kind of look like testicles. Oh, I've got a balloon animal that looks like a penis. Alright, so I'm going to say that on its own, Hydrometer is not pornographic. Alright, let's do one more word. Let's see if we can get some good old titties here. Alright, let me see here... I've got a good way to do this. You tell me when to stop. I'm just gonna keep hitting next word. And stop. Anesthesiast? Maybe. Is is that the guy who puts you to sleep? Perhaps. That's that's a chick with missing teeth. There's porn. It's close anyway. I have a picture of a guy sleeping on top of a cabinet in, <laughs> without any pants on. <laughs> Anesthesiast. It is officially pornographic. And yeah, there's a picture of Michael Jackson, so it made it all the worse. That only took us page three to get that image, so... Yep. Alright, one on more. And it's account. <laughs> one more, and let's make this a common word. Alright, going for a common word. And stop. Action. Oh no. And I think the second row page is one. almost... <laughs> yep, page one, the second row is an action figure that has a vagina. Oh, Japan, what the fuck is wrong with you? What I really like is that it's surrounded by a, uh, what looks like World of Tanks, or Call of Duty, and some dude screaming call to action. Uh, and I mean, if we don't count that one, just down the line a little bit is the Predator, and his mouth looks like a vagina. Not to mention uh, Laura Croft's there. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that I think they're all action figures. Yeah, that oh. makes sense, though. Action. And then we go down a little bit more, and there's a cop butt. Yeah, hot action cop. Huh? All right. All right. Action is definitely pornographic. That we pretty much figured. Yeah. That was random word for Google Porn. Negative reviews. To give, I guess, the backstory here on the whole purpose of negative reviews is I read a review about Alice Madness Returns, and it gave it a bad review because... There was something in the distance you couldn't get to. You couldn't jump over the log and get past the invisible barrier wall. So they gave it a bad review for that, so that gave us the idea to just grab random shit and give it horrible reviews no matter A, how much we like it, or B, how much we fucking hate it. Yeah. So, first off, again, sticking with our Nintendo theme, we might as well start off our first uh, official podcast with the first gaming system, anyway, that I played. Uh, the, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Let's go with a classic that everybody loves, and at the same time, and nobody will admit it, everybody hates, Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario Brothers 3, originally released in Japan in 1988, United States in 1990? Really? And Europe in 1991. Yeah. But to what I've read and seen online, there is a screenshot on the back of that box that is not in the game. <laughs> Why would they do that? That is false advertising. If I buy a game, and it has a picture on the back of the box, I expect that picture to be in the game. Especially a game with such simplistic, uh, un underdeveloped graphics as Super Mario Bros. 3. I mean, everybody's a goddamn square. 
You can barely tell where his hat is. He kind of just looks like a ginger kid. Yeah, apparently there is a level that, uh, I guess to, to describe the picture, is uh, green grass hills, a orangey background with those little flying shell motherfuckers. Oh, those goddamn turtles? They were probably the most annoying enemies I've ever fought in any video game. Not, not the turtle, it's the it's the one that you can't see its face. Shit, what the hell are they called? They're in, uh, usually you find them in levels that are in the under, underground. They're usually black. Oh, it's uh, the little shelled motherfuckers that look like um, the ones you, that you, you can't actually kill with, like, the fireballs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's, apparently there's a shit ton of these flying in this screenshot. There's two music boxes that make you jump higher, and then you're getting a leaf uh, in the screenshot. But apparently someone has circled that and said, this is not in the game. There are suits to fit every occasion. But down at the bottom it says, Super Mario Bros. 3 is fun to play alone, or team up with a buddy to prolong the adventure. Doesn't teaming up with your friend actually make the game go by quicker? should make it easier, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it should make it... Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely finished the game a lot easier teaming up. Well, I guess it depends on who you're teaming up with, too. If you're teaming up with, like, Helen Keller, this is true. Uh, she's not going to do very good at this game. Although, I guess, too, in the, in this game, I guess, like, it says prolong, but I, I've always thought the nice thing about playing with uh, two players in this game was, didn't, correct me if I'm wrong, it's been a little while since I've launched uh, and played this game, but didn't you, I do a level, you do a level? Yeah, it was definitely shot for shot. So technically, I guess, if your friend sucks at the game and you're really good at it, it'll prolong it, because they'll start a stage and die, and then you'll start the same stage and finish it. And then they'll start the next stage and die, and then you'll start the same stage and finish it. That's true. So yeah, definitely, if you're playing with a retard, it'll prolong uh, the gameplay. But realistically, this type of game, you don't want to prolong it. You want to get through it as fast as fucking possible. That's why they put the warp whistles in there. That's true. But I mean, this game, its controls are just atrocious. I'm on the second stage right now, and I've got that stupid turd hanging out of my ass that allows me to wiggle in the air. And I keep dodging- Ah, that fireball just won't get the fuck out of my way, and then there's shit flying at me from every direction, and why the fuck are there floating music notes? That doesn't make any sense. I- You boot the game up, and it just drops you onto the world map. There is no story progression at all. It doesn't explain it, what's going on. Like, why do I care about this? Why should I be committing genocide on all these poor little- mushrooms that are floating around. Seriously, what did they ever do to me? Nothing. That's what. Even if you go back as far as Mario Brothers 1, it starts you off in the first stage, and the Goomba's just minding his own business. If Sure, if you bump into it, you die, but it's your own fault. You bumped into it. I'd be pissed if somebody bumped into me in the street. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, bitch, what are you doing? And then I'd push him down through the stage. What's even worse is that I just found a walkthrough. Do you really need a walkthrough for this game? The designers were clearly drunk when they were making it. It's so ridiculously simplistic. Go to the right. That's your walkthrough. Ah, fucking turtle. How am I supposed to deal with that? It was off the screen. I come to the edge of the screen and I die. What is that nonsense? I'm making any sense. A neat graphic. What is that even supposed to be in the background? If it's a hill, why does it have, like, this awkward... Like, tiled square shading. That is not realistic at all. And I'm still confused as to what the end of the stages actually are. Where it goes all black and white? Were they just too lazy to actually continue coloring it? I think so. Back to the hills point. What the fuck's the point? I have hills but I can't get to it. Yeah, seriously. I want to jump on those hills and jump off them so I can get up to higher planes there. I, you can't even get to them. First stage, the first world actually has all these fucking cactuses with eyeballs bouncing around in the background. And then you choose a stage, and there's nothing. Clouds have eyeballs, but there's no hills with eyeballs. What the fuck is that green turtle thing with the safety helmet that throws boomerangs at you? 
Why is the ground made of ice? I'm in a stage where I'm clearly in the middle of the spring. There should be no ice, yet I'm slipping around like a retard and I keep dying. Doesn't make any sense. The controls are atrocious. The physics engine in this game doesn't make any sense. And it ragdolling is next to non-existent. The second you die, you fall through everything forever. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it was a solid object previous to this. You fall through it, and you just die. They need to explain things. Explanations are necessary. God, you can't just drop a player into a world and expect them to know what the fuck's going on. How can I sympathize with Mario's character, or even know what I'm supposed to be fighting against, if they won't tell me? And I don't also, get it. It, this game led to spawning of a cartoon called The Adventures of Super Mario Bros. 3. Oh, that game was an ass load of donkey balls. Which, sure. Uh, whatever. That too. It was yeah. a terrible... It aired time. on NBC with Captain N, the Game Master. The <laughs> programming block called Captain N and the Adventures of Super Mario Bros. 3 aired from September 8th, 1990 to December 1st. And yeah. they went, the hell? Well, you remember the Super Mario Bros. Super Show where they had fucking Captain... Uh, what was his name? Captain Lou, the wrestler, play Mario? The dude didn't even <laughs> look Italian. They should have just got Hulk Hogan to do it. I would have watched that show. Super Mario Bros. Super Show with Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man as Mario and Luigi. That would have been epic. I would have played that. Alright, Mario eats a mushroom and everything goes to shit. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, I slid off the magical floating brick block. Ugh, fuck this game. I'm done with it. This game is stupid. That's my official review of this game. Fuck this game, it's stupid. Any game that makes me stop playing it after 10 minutes. I think the coolest thing, Mario Brothers-wise, was probably the first arcade game, which was just called Mario Brothers. Yeah, I actually have a copy of that for my Atari. But, this will be a perfect segue into the most horrible thing to come out of Mario. Oh yeah, here's something else we're gonna shit all over. The Super Mario Brothers live-action movie. I don't think we can shit over it enough. Super Mario Brothers live-action movie received mixed reviews upon its release in the United States. Mixed Despite reviews? this, the film was nominated for two Saturn Awards, one for Best Costume, the other for Best Makeup. Best Costume? It received a minor re-release in 2010. Best costume? Fuck what me. the fuck could they have won best costume for? The costumes well, weren't even they accurate. Were, they were nominated. Didn't even say still, that they won. what cost? The only thing I could think of would be the Goombas, and I don't know if you've seen the Goombas, but they look like tiny penises. Well, I, I, I watched the movie this weekend just for this. The one thing I never really understood is why they decided to make Yoshi the colorful green Barney into a fucking Velociraptor. Although, I did kind of like the fact he was a Velociraptor, because it made Yoshi a little bit more badass, but a Velociraptor with sharp teeth and a tongue that shoots out just like Yoshi's tongue was a little fucked up. Not to mention, he was nowhere big enough that Mario could actually mount that fucker and ride it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Mario mounted that fucker a ton. Oh, he probably did. Just banging it from behind. Take that, Yoshi! Woohoo! That's where that noise came from. I also found it very funny that this entire movie had Nothing to do with Princess Peach. And but, but they, they decided went with fucking Daisy. Uh, they decided to give them last names, but didn't even give them a last name that made any fucking sense. Isn't that the joke in the whole fucking the Mario Brothers? I mean, sure, but they never actually ad officially said what Mario's last name was. Which is probably why they went with uh, Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, because to be the Mario Brothers, then I guess you'd have to have the same last name. Yeah, I suppose so, but they should've given- Or we both named Mario, that would just be fucking weird. They should've just given Mario a different last name, or a different first name, rather, and left him be like, we'll say, Steve Mario, 
and then Luigi can be Luigi Mario. Because then they can still be the Mario Brothers, and you don't That's have a true. kid named Mario Mario. So, Siskel and Ebert gave the film two thumbs down and was on their list for worst movie of 1993. Worst, uh, well, yeah, it deserves to be on the worst movies ever. Because it was more, like, Bob Hoskins has officially stated that he wants nothing to do with the movie and he regrets ever doing it. And can you blame him? No, good lord, no. I just had no idea how these people had acting careers after showing up in that movie. Awesome. Are you kidding me? Megadeth and Queen were on the soundtrack for the Mario Brothers movie. What was wrong with them? The thing that bothered me the most, I think, for characters in this was Toad. Toad was a big, like, muscly motherfucker. His name is Mojo Nixon, which is kind of a cool name. And uh, he's been in Fuck All too. In fact, his career died in 2006. But Toad was, yeah, he was, hair was cut so it kind of looked like the top of a mushroom. That's but silly. he wasn't what you see for Toad. Like, he wasn't this weird, tiny little motherfucker. He wasn't a mushroom. But yeah, I think that's it for... Literally, we could sit back and we could destroy Super Mario Brothers. Two hours. End of the world. If you really want to appreciate the film yourself... Go out and fucking watch it. I believe that may be the end of it. Alright, so we'll end the Wagarble podcast for now. Wagarble, we have no fucking ending. I like that ending. We'll keep that. Yeah, let's go with that. What the fuck is the slut walk?